Welcome to the Safe Place for Toxic Masculinity podcast. It's your boy Trap. Here with Push. Yo. Marcus. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. Popping niggas. So it seems like we talk about a lot of these topics every fucking week. And this is about to become a fucking COVID podcast. But it is relevant. It's life. We're all dealing with it. Therefore... Pfizer just got approved for a, they got their emergency authorization to ship out their vaccine. In the United States. In the U.S. Man, um, I saw something talking about that trial niggas caught Bell's palsy from getting it. It's always been a thing with every vaccine. Yeah. From what I understand. Hmm. Yeah, I think in Europe. My girl was telling me, uh, like four out of the fifty, um, four out of the fifty people in a test trial had the what is that Bell's palsy, the facial paralysis. But it's not like they all got it at the same time. I think one guy had it thirteen days after his vaccination. One had it twenty eight days after his vaccination. One had it forty something days after his vaccination. So it looks like the the side effects can't be predicted because it's they all got it at the same time, but they experience their reactions at varying times. Right. Well, ain't no telling how um, baby fetal cells gonna mix into your stream. That's a fact. CNN says uh, health experts are warning that it's likely the U.S. won't see any meaningful widespread impacts from the vaccines until well into 2021. Hmm. What? So once again, yeah, what the fuck are we taking this shit for? To eventually curve the, the curve? I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> like I said, I'm, I'm anti this COVID vaccine shit. Man, Since you, can't, you can't say you're anti. That's how you get the feds on your ass. <laughs> You gotta say some shit like, I'm waiting for science to prove itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you also can't directly um, refuse it. Refuse it. You gotta ask if it got baby fetus cells <laughs> in it. And then say, hey. I'm no, you have to act, does it cause a reaction, right? Or some shit? Yeah. Are there, are there baby fetal cells in these? Um, does it cause any adverse effects? Oh, I'm going to politely decline. Thank you very much. So last I checked, this was my fucking body. Is it? No. <laughs> but is Because we're technically state property because America is a corporation, but that's another conversation. And you got a birth certificate and social security. Yeah. And a straw man. Well, you are a straw man. Yeah. But Word, man. Hopefully our parents are um, in at the same uh, point that we are. Well, my, my parents have let it be known that they're not with the shit. It's like, no, I'm not going to take it. I've been, I've been okay this far without it. I don't need it. Like, that's, that's their standpoint currently. So, so I, I think that the length of time that they let the shit marinate was supposed to create the 
urgency for people to take it once it came out. But like he just said, um, it it it's a it yeah, could be the opposite. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean it's like the flu shot, right? I've never taken a flu shot, and in my thirty two years, I've only had the flu once. Yeah, I think I had the flu twice. Even when the even when the uh, swine flu came, I was in Ant's house with him for like nine hours. He's fucking laying in his bed with cold sweats. Didn't get that shit from him. My girl got it. Didn't get it from her. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I, I get that people get it, but everybody don't get it, you know. But so I was having a. I got the flu once when I from a plane ride from Florida, I think. And it, uh, it was like three days. All right, so this is just a random, I guess, observation in my weird analyses of <clears throat> shit. But back to the baby fetal cell thing. That's a that's a human part, right? Like it, it, It's DNA information from what should have been a human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know how you're not supposed to, like, really, like, consume <laughs> body parts because it causes you know weird things to happen like when they study cannibals they have like you know fucking almost like brain dead tendencies and different things I've never heard this um so apparently long term consumption of human flesh causes like some type of mental Hysteria or something, mm-hmm. get all fucking weirded out. Um, so long term, I'm thinking like adding all of this shit to your system could be doing different things like that. But <clears throat> also on a spiritual note, right? Um, blood is, you know, life energy, right? And whatever doctrine you read says, you know, don't inject blood of another person into yourself. Don't drink it and stuff like that. And then on the other side of things, people make sacrifices with the same blood. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Animal blood, human blood. Um, In fact, the. uh, All right. So there's a guy named Aleister Crowley, right? He's dead now, right? But he's Don, the godfather of black magic. He wrote a book called Magic, right? And in it, he talks about child sacrifice, right? And how if you can sacrifice a young child and consume its blood and stuff like that, um, that you'll find the fountain of youth within. I.e. Bohemian Grove. Uh, maybe I don't know what that is. What that is? It's some shit that a bunch of motherfuckers got caught going into burning owls and drinking blood and shit. Oh, but sounds. I think these are along the same lines of the allegations that um Ellen is going through. That she injects the blood of children, like part of that uh Epstein shit. So I feel like it's all linked anyway. All that shit. She injects children's blood into herself? Allegedly. <sighs> Allegedly. Um, yeah, so, you know, about, like, the Rockefeller, the old Rockefeller nigga, 
I got 14 and a half heart transplants, and he's like 108 years old mm-hmm. and still alive. Like, I say all that to say, I'd just be observing certain things, and there's some fucking spooky stuff going on with what they got people accepting unconsciously, even though they know what's up, the people that partake in these things. We don't. So, be careful, folks. I'm not taking no fucking vaccine, as I've said before. Me either. I'll let science play it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. Right along. So, we have a correction from last week uh, where we were talking about Mayweather versus Jake Paul. The correction is. Mayweather versus Jake Paul's older brother, Logan. Same person. <laughs> I guess you can say that. It's same person. <laughs> Why do they both do the same shit? Besides boxing? No. Well, Logan Paul is actually a professional boxer. Jake Paul is a YouTuber that happens to box in a gym. Nigga, so is his brother. He boxes professional, though. I thought Marcus was just saying that because all white people look alike. I mean, that too. That dude, they, they, look 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 alike. Alike. <laughs> they look alike. They look alike. Like a lot. But they mistaken. also do the exact same shit. They were YouTubers turned boxers. Are they creating a new lane? What lane is that? Celebrity boxing? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, uh... Mild celebrity status grants you all types of shit in this society. Yeah, but you like can't play boxing. <laughs> like, you can't play boxing, though. Look what happened to Nate. He thought that he was just going to come in and beat up the white boy. I mean, you could play boxing with another nigga that's playing boxing. Yeah, but... <laughs> like me and Most celebrities? Yeah. Like, a celebrity is not going to just say, hey, come on, let's go out there. With someone who boxes in the gym, even if it's once a week, right? Because if you've been in the gym once a week for a year, I'm going to smoke you. You're going to pick something up, right? Minimally, keeping your hands up, right? You might not even know how to throw a crazy punch because if you watch, you know, when, when Jake Paul was throwing his overhands rights, his eyes were closed, but they landed. But, like, that's the difference. Celebrity is not going to. Hey, uh, this nigga Shannon Sharp said... These motherfuckers keep cashing these checks like this in a pandemic. You're going to see a whole lot more <laughs> motherfuckers out here. Hmm. I can't get this show money? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a show. <laughs> but I don't think that it would be boxing, right? Like, I, th- I think that it'd be more exciting to see them... In Fucking play Twister, nigga? What else? No, but like, if they're going to fight, it should be more like... MMA, MMA, right? Because Nate was trying to slam Jake Paul to the floor, and that's why he got beat up in the boxing ring, right? If they were in the octagon, the fight might have turned out different, right? Because you can he, – he clearly – But I think the size different. difference. Yeah, Nate Robinson's significantly smaller than that. In MMA will make a lot more difference. 
Yeah, but I think it would have made for a better fight also, right? Because, yeah, you still have your boxing shit, right? But if you're only coming in here with boxing, you're going to have a long night if if I can work you on the floor. Because clearly, Nate didn't have the hands for a boxing match. But in an MMA match, because it's not just your hands, it's more like a street fight with select rules. I think that would have made for a more interesting fight than to watch him try and box. I mean, I don't like MMA, so I'm probably not going to ever agree with that. Why you don't? I mean, I don't know. Just like mm, MMA, like watching MMA fighters is rough. It's not too savage for me. It just looks weird. But it's more, cl- it's closer to a street fight than boxing. I mean, when there's so much technique involved, it ain't really a street fight. <laughs> I mean, but is it? Look at Kimbo, right? Before he died, he was in MMA. What technique did he have? Because in the backyard, he was a brawler, knocking niggas' eyes out the socket and shit. He ain't had no technique. He was just a strong motherfucker that could take a punch. Right. I mean, I think in MMA, he he started to gain more technique than... Yep. Yeah, but but him, a lot of the niggas who enter MMA have gym training, formal training, whether it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, any kind of mixed martial arts, boxing, you know, karate, judo, wrestling. Kimbo didn't have none of that. He was fighting in backyards for money. Indeed. And, and he got he into the MMA and got his ass whooped a couple of times because he had <clears> no floor <throat> game and no grapple game. But he's also a freak of nature. I'm talking about <laughs> civilians, the regular civilians. Amongst them, you mean? He's comparing it to Kimbo, but I'm saying Kimbo's a freak of nature. Like, nigga had iron jaw and could hit a nigga hard as fuck. Trying to mold this regular civilian on that basis into a fight, I mean, they're going to fail. This is true. Yeah, but... Like a nigga that shoot free throws all day with no contact. (laughs) But again, at the same time, yes, if... A regular person is going into the octagon with someone who has some sort of formal fight training. Yes, the outcome's going to be bad. But if we're both celebrities looking for a check because we can't do shows, I think MMA would make for the better fight than a boxing match. Because the truth of the matter is, most niggas can't box. I will box Action Bronson right now. Most niggas can't fight. Yes, and what you would see in the octagon would be the same thing that you would see if two rappers with beef saw each other in the club, right? It'd be a couple punches thrown, someone going to get grabbed up, slammed to the floor. That's what it's going to be. You can't do that in a boxing match. <laughs> That's why Nate got punched out because he's trying to slam the dude on no, his he neck. he got punched out for lack of training. That too. I think if there's, you come in as an amateur, you train for X amount of months, and y'all both on an even playing field with limited uh, training, three, four, five months, whatever it is, I think that gives everybody a better shot. But then you're going to have niggas who 
plan this shit way ahead, start training <laughs> five years in advance, and go in there and whip niggas out. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be, but. Damage control to some degree. I guess, man. I, I really think it'll make for a better fight. Because though. do it on the amateur level. You're going to do it on, like, don't go and cheat. <laughs> I mean, I get that. Indeed. Or fight somebody who's been in the gym for the last five years, too. Sparring and shit. Nah, I'm a celebrity. Why would I risk that? Why would you risk what? Fighting someone who's been putting their all. No, another celebrity. No, years. I'm saying another <laughs> celebrity who's who's maybe taking boxing training just to stay in shape or whatever. Or as cardio, whatever. <laughs> Hitting some pads and shit. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know that I would pay to see uh, the celebrities fight that way like i guess the training videos would have to be like the training videos would have to move in order for me to pay to see it no i'm i'm, I'm it's basically celebrities boxing too but it's just i don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> so we have a uh, nba preseason that started uh we had seven games on saturday Nobody played. I mean, not really. <laughs> it's preseason. It's expected. Um, all of the games were were in the triple digits. Like everyone scored hundred points. I mean, that's the game now, anyway. It's to be expected. Um, you said that's the game now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone lives and dies by the three, and it's just so fast paced. Um, they had to change the. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I think also because you know they're still not really playing with fans in the stands. Like, you you running a pickup game, a five man pickup. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they made the game even faster by like not giving you a whole twenty four seconds after you miss a shot and get a rebound. They only give you eight to put it back up. Yeah. So they've even made, put rules in to keep more action going, make it faster. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, but it's doing them justice. They're making more money than ever. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a different generation now, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, basketball is less physical and faster paced. You know, back when, when Will was scoring more his More skill based. Huh? Yeah. He was scoring against a bunch of carpenters, nigga. Right, but but also there was no shot clock, and they were all five seven. <laughs> but I think that hundred points came because there's no shot clock. You can dribble the ball around. If Wait, you have no shot clock, when did. when Will Chamberlain scored his hundred points, there was it, no shot. It clock. It didn't even matter. All he had to do was stand there. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to do shit. Uh, Matter of fact, you shoot if you miss, I get the rebound and dunk it. Everybody else <laughs> five nine, my nigga. Come on. We got uh, Lamelo Ball in in his uh, preseason debut. Uh, again, he was the number three overall pick. Uh, he went scoreless, but he had. Uh, Did he uh, shoot any shots? Was he like over o? Over five. Over five. Yeah. 
10 rebounds, uh, 4 assists, and he only played 16 minutes. And apparently a lot of uh, showmanship. Yeah, he has some... Uh, yeah, he can give it a little razzle-dazzle. Yeah. It's, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see um, how the Hornets incorporate him into their lineup. Just Wait, like they did Kemba. Well, I think that they have to become a team that people want to see in the first place. Because even though Kemba was there and Kemba was balling. But Kemba wasn't, Kemba wasn't a player that makes players better. He's a shoot first point guard. That's true. But who does Melo have around him? It Name another matter. player in Charlotte. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you make them better. I guess. I mean, like LeBron and the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but LeBron is different. LeBron makes other players better and can still put up 30, 40 points a night. I mean, I'm not expecting to put up thirty at fucking his first year in the league, but and they lost by eleven to the Raptors. We're gonna see how it plays out. Uh, Steph played uh, three for ten, two for seven from three. You know. Back after the broken hand, yeah. I think they'll be a. I think they'll be okay this season. Well, it's just I think the Warriors might make an AFC. It's they just Draymond and Steph, though, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, Clay, Clay tore he his other on the other leg, though. So he tore the ACL on the right leg. Last season, and it's a key. Well, season before last, because he didn't play this season. Well, it was the playoffs last season? So yeah, yeah. So he didn't play for this past season, mm-hmm. and then running a pickup <laughs> with a couple other NBA players, he tore. I think it was um, the Achilles, yeah, Achilles on the opposite foot, and they say. Um, a lot of the time, an Achilles injury is difficult to come back from, where I you mean, don't have the same. But that's like old school shit. The technology now, and most plays come back well from that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I don't think that um, Steph would be able to do it all on his own. No, definitely not. Especially with LeBron in the West. No. And now that uh, Draymond is best friends with LeBron, he might not have that <laughs> all that heart he had in the past. <laughs> yeah, to to be challenging Goat James, huh? That's a fact. It's it's gonna be interesting to see um, if if this preseason uh, is this first preseason day is. A peek into the NBA season that's upcoming. I just want to see what my Knicks going to do with Thibs. They had a decent preseason game. He made them niggas play hard. (laughs) (laughs) 
we we gonna see. Ho- hopefully, uh, the Knicks can put something together where other players want to play here. Nah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> Until he sells the team, nobody's gonna want to play here. And why would he sell the team? This before COVID, the stadium was the the uh, MSG was still packed. That's a fact. Even though they hadn't had a winning season since Jeremy Lin. You are right. But no one's going to come unless he sells the team. Niggas don't fuck with him. Yeah. If it wasn't him, LeBron would have probably been here. <laughs> that would have been something to see, too. If there was another owner there, I promise you, they would have been able to get LeBron here. The first time he left. Oh, Cleveland. From, from Cleveland to Miami? If it wasn't him. But that's another story. We're going to see, man. So. <clears throat> Ashanti and Keisha Cole versus postponed due to COVID diagnosis. Did she find out the day of the fucking versus? Cause yeah, they probably tested her. So they probably had to come with a negative test to get in the building or whatever the case may be. So she did a, she went live. Mm-hmm. Um, did she that? Last night, and said that she got the positive test result the night before. But I think they were just trying to, I guess, keep the anticipation up for it. Because you knew the night before you guys could have. I think they were probably trying to work something out where they could probably still do it. Mm -hmm. But they just said. She said she was ready to do it from her house. But they said that the uh, audio gets fucked up is what happens when you do yeah, that. So because you're so far away. Yeah. Yeah. It's because someone always comes in as like the I don't know how to explain it. I'm not an audio person, but like the A side and the B side. Mm-hmm. So one person's always gonna be louder and clearer than the other person. Sort of like Nelly and Ludacris. Yeah. Because that shit was terrible. Yeah. So somebody always comes out. So that that gives that person a edge when, you know, in a, in a versus because yeah. you can hear their shit clearer and better. So it resonates probably with you better than the other person would. That's all fuzzy and blurry and shit. I know. Makes sense. Who do you think would have won? We talked about this. I mean, I feel strongly that Keisha Cole bodies this. Because I can't name 20 Ashanti songs. I, can't I probably name can't name 20 anybody, Keisha Cole songs either. <laughs> but I think that people, men and women, resonate with Keisha Cole and her music. I, I think Keisha had like wins. what, a five-year fucking crazy run, though. She did. And she has a lot of features. A lot of features. A lot of big hits coming out that Murder Inc. camp and shit, but... I think I think he should get it. I think she wins. I think um, me too though. Score out of twenty. Out of twenty, I think I'm it's close. Estimate thirteen seven. I would say. Um, I mean, I probably nine eleven. I mean, it sounds like. I'm copping out, but I, <laughs> I really think that I really think that Shanti could pull out nine joints. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards Trav on this one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a more 
closer to a landslide. Yeah. Okay. In favor of Keisha. Well, they they still haven't announced um when. They said January 9th. January 9th. January 9th. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Ooh. So, um. Would Joe Budden verse? Who would Joe Budden verse? In a three-song battle. <laughs> In a three-song versus, who you got going for th- against Joe Budden? Common. Common? <laughs> Is that disrespectful? Common. You said a three-song battle. Yeah. yeah. Put him back, put him against Big Draco. But a nigga who got only three songs. So it's kind of predictable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> Joe Budden. Maybe Big Soldier. You might be right. He got Soldier that. only got three songs. He has more. But I think y'all niggas he, no, he no, has no. more than three. Joe has more than three, but three hits, three, four hits like that little pocket of maybe like five or six to really choose from. I think Joe Budden only has one hit. He doesn't, nigga. Pump it up. And that's it. What else? He has more. Name, I can't, name two I more. I can't name anybody. Why? You listen to his podcast every fucking week. <laughs> what does that mean? He don't play music on it. He don't play music on it. You, you listen I to can't, nigga I, for I, his. I, I cannot name anybody's. I can go through. A, I, I mean, he got look. features and shit. He got some shit with Busta. He got the fucking NBA shit. He got the fucking. What NBA shit? I'm balling. I'm balling. Never heard of that. You never heard that? This nigga don't listen to rap, man. This nigga <laughs> listen to country music. Where he got he got that verse on that Marcus Houston shit up. Yeah, in the he club. got Matt, he got joints, nigga. Don't get it twisted. All right, Joe Bud and Craig Mack, twenty twenty one. Who's gonna play the Craig Mack songs? Why? 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 Why we need that? Anyway. Rockefeller Rough Riders? Yo, what? I think that's a good I think I, I always thought it should be Rockefeller versus Bad Boy, but that's just my opinion. You I could do a like, Rough Rider, but. I feel like Rockefeller Bad Boy, I think it's a little biased because Bad Boy got <laughs> Biggie tracks, right? But Rockefeller has Jay-Z. Yes, and why that's true. Do you want it to be Jay Z versus Biggie, or do you want no, to be able I to think play that, artists I think, from all the I can? think if you're gonna do that type of shit with labels, you have to play like fifty songs and have a structure. Ten holes, ten yeah, so Biggie. Cap. Like okay, right. you can't have more than this. But then it's like, do you get the features? Jay's feature on a lot of shit, so it's like it's hard to say, but. But I mean, because it is essentially what it is. that's what it would turn into. Yeah. Oh, he played a whole feature. Oh, well, the locks got a, a a biggie feature on this track right here. I mean, there would have to be a format in 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 a way where it would be fair and even. Ten from Big, ten from Hove, five from Beanie, five from Bleak, five from Mace, five from Total. You know, we kind of just bouncing around and having fun with the shit. Uh, from Beanie. That's what I said. 
It'll be. It, I th- I think that will be exciting this week. And then you have to do that like five like or ten with three or more artists or some shit like that. You know, just to. I mean, I think if you if you did that, I mean, I'm sure Rockefeller had compilation albums. Yeah, but they got mad songs with Jay Z, being Biggie, like I all mean, the bad boy beans. shit is compilation albums. Yeah. Got uh, Faith and Locks and Big and all that shit. So Puff, One Twelve, yeah, fucking Carl Thomas, yeah, you got all that shit. There's more. They they could do that shit, but. If you do a Rough Rider one, it's more street shit. It's, it's more street shit. To yeah, I, and, and so I it would make would it more even. Up. It would because mm-hmm. Rockefeller didn't really have all that all that R and B shit. So yeah, not too more. Much. Well, while we're here, time to pay bills. This segment sponsored by BX Underground. The bills that need to be paying us. <laughs> the app. This week we have sabotaged by Hollywood YSA. Uh, here we go. Them L's go around in a circle like Mary Go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Them L's go around in a circle like Mary Go. Yeah. Uh, 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 YSA Look, look, yo, here we go Them L's go around in a circle like Mary go The quiet genius bank stumbled on a miracle Scrapping killer 16s as soon as I hear a note But that's slight word, you worried about the dark My bows be lighting up like curry behind the arc Aiming like Cupid, except I'm shooting up the chart Shoot emotions like darts, attempt to straight for the heart Switch and I'll never miss Like my chick She won't never look as scary as your bitch I supply the syringe When these listeners need to fix Control shit While I got a cute analog on my joystick Gotta keep the bars coming Lyrically activated About to sabotage something Overly exhausted Man, I'm tired of y'all fronting I be cruising doing the whip With the catalog bump uh, About to sabotage something About to sabotage something About to sabotage something Over exhausted Man, I'm tired of y'all fronting Cruising through when the coupe With my catalog bump Look uh, my nigga, I just wanna rap Play my songs in every sentence position and run it back Who gon' carry the rock when you fumbling every snap And your empire is falling, cookie can't keep it together It's crumbling in your lap No seed on the earth, but when I do, I plan to have my child tumbling over stacks uh, And have them growing up rich, rubber band stacks The only time I'm throwing up bricks 2012, I plan to eat with niggas I grew up with Drink and shit, 15% the niggas he fucks with I was guessing I could do the same But them niggas all kept the agenda to do some fuck shit Like why I say just do it without me. Uh, then when it's moving, ask how you gonna do this without me. I get the feeling you were that much stupid to doubt me. I'm only here for the cash recoup, then I'm out. I'm out. Gotta keep the bars coming. Lyrically activated, about to sabotage something. Overly exhausted, man. I'm tired of y'all friend. I be cruising through in the whip with my cat. That one crumple for me. My bad. <laughs> That was sabotaged by a Hollywood YSA. Nigga had two minutes to burp. That mean he ain't like the song. <laughs> nah, that shit was actually tight. <laughs> I thought it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Had a nice little old school melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made me feel like I was in uh, 98 again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I like that record. It was, it, was, it was a cool record. Bars was good. Sound good. 
Production was good. Mix was right. Work. Word. Shout out to Solid Song. Young SA, you say? Hollywood YSA. Hollywood YSA. Shout out to him. While we still on the subject of the culture, DJ Academics, Meek Mill, and 21 Savage had a rather spicy debate recently. Mm -hmm. So, Meek Mill basically feels like Academics is the Black Vlad. Okay. Uh, I see that. Legit. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> Even though I, mean, I like Academics page. I do. I do. I, I pay attention to his page. I've had for a long time. But um, even back in the day when he was doing them Chicago YouTubes, them shit was like, what the hell, bro? OD incriminating. OD, nigga. It's like he, he, he was just short of telling, like, who killed who. Hmm. He was, like, putting bodies on niggas. Like, yeah, this... He instigates like crazy. He does shit like call Lil Reese the Chicago uh, Grim Reaper. Mm. And then says shit like at his finest. Ask Lil Jojo. Like he be wildin', bro. But listen, I think that the internet is out of line all the way around. But I think it's something that needs to be addressed with this nigga the end of the day i mean us as a culture sort of created that right i mean what by attaching ourselves to drama well from from an internet standpoint like this stuff is only online because it's what people want to see we made a culture of putting everything online right like you look at videos of the the Funniest one to me is with the baby, where the nigga went live and was calling the baby a bitch ass nigga, mm-hmm. and he beat and him the up. Baby <laughs> whooped him out and took his phone while he was whooping him out. <laughs> so like the baby's still live on the other dude's phone, beating him up, holding the phone in one hand and pounding him out with the other. Huh. Right, like we would have never seen that had it not been put online. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like too many times, like, we're quick to just throw everything about our lives Online. on the internet. I and agree. are shocked when, well, how did they find that out? Right? Like, scammers showing stacks of bread. Bro, you ain't had a W-2 your whole life. You ain't had a 1099. Where's this coming from? Right. <laughs> oh, man. Niggas be snitching. I mean, but... There's a difference between doing it to yourself and then having... Somebody else fucking put you in the limelight. Right. A nigga with two million followers. Because, like, we got... I'm in this Facebook group, and there's a lot of them. But A lot of them who? Groups? Uh, Facebook groups. Okay. <clears throat> where, like... They're, like, little private groups where people join and mm-hmm. have parties and link up and be thotty and whatever. But, like... <laughs> we had created this one, and within a couple months, like 10,000 people from the boroughs was in there. ton of girls. It got to a point very, very fast where the girls were like, because, you know, girls can't coexist in places. 
for too long together. Um, so they coming at each other. And then it escalated to a point where, you know, they dropping Addies and the whole nine. And they would literally fucking go over each other's house and go on live in the group while they fighting. <laughs> I'm like, See, but Yo. that's the shit that I'm talking yeah. about, right? Because now, even if they decided not to involve the police, right? Now, technically, the police it's witnessed not, the it's crime. It's not a problem, I don't think. I think what Meek is trying to get across is that it's not niggas only doing it to themselves, but he's also instigating these things and pitting pitting people yeah, he put a battery in the back. Each, right. He's amping niggas up, making niggas feel some type of way because now all these people know about it. Their comments going crazy. You know, it's like it just it's like creates it all this tension. Like now, that that I understand. If you're trying to keep an image, <clears throat> it makes you have to now feel like you got to do something to clap back. But but I, I, get, I get addressing that part. I get checking the platform for instigating the shit, right? Because us as a people, like, we're we're very emotional, right? Where, like, we feel like we got to address everything all the time. Right, and don't let shit go. And so, so I understand wanting to check a platform that is basically building this environment to keep the bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. Because... A lot of the time, like, people do shit because of the reaction of others, right? Yes. Like. But that's a problem not easily solved because we have the energy that we have in society. Yeah, but we'll let certain shit fly depending on who was around and how you felt about it. Like, when someone tells you, suck my dick, right? Disrespectful shit to say. Mm Mm-hmm. If you with your niggas and someone tell you suck my dick, you almost feel obligated. Like, I now I have to go in his mouth. But if you was by yourself and you had somewhere to go. You might tell him to suck your dick back and, and keep it moving, right? <laughs> you suck my dick. Fuck out of here. Exactly, right? Like, I told him. But what you really do, right? Kitchen. <laughs> Can't be with your niggas. And they be like, yo, suck my dick. You like suck my dick too. Word, because soon as soon as as soon as the person says suck my dick, right? Everyone looked at you <laughs> to check your reaction. What? Like, word. Oh, who who he think he is that he could speak to you like this? And what are you gonna do about it? Gonna let that all them niggas become the angel and the devil on your shoulders. Exactly. Right. So I I get checking a platform that. Let's this kind of stuff fester and boil over into street violence. Because when, how many how many followers does academics have? Two million plus, right? That's that's two. Mi- that's a lot of people, right? A lot of folks. When, when you think, it, like in the grand scheme of the world, it might not be a lot. But when you think of like pop culture, hip hop culture. That's a large audience to have influence over. And they're mostly young-ass people, like Meek was saying. Yes, that and, and they look to you. They look to your platform for information. They look to your platform right. for Academics entertainment. Academics is the news. Not only is he entertainment, he is the news. Though, when you're telling news in a non-objective way, and you're instigating 
beef that that people are actually dying behind. Mm-hmm. Like these incidents spill over from racing on wax mm-hmm. to the street. We we have enough with the gang violence. And right now, there's only about five places you could go if you want to be outside. They're going to see each other. And they all there. They all there. <laughs> like, everyone's in the same outside space. Everybody. Hmm. Right? ATL, Houston, Cali, not so much anymore well, because no, of the nobody, shutdown. Everybody's gone. But it's like, in Atlanta, there's the same handful of places that if you want to go out and have a good time, this is where it's going to be at. Mm-hmm. And this is where everyone's going to be at. And then you get that notification, academics post. <laughs> and then you look across the club and that see the motherfucker right that you had the issue with that was just amplified by this academics post. And now the club Let's is shut down. Let's go give him some more content. <laughs> so so I, I understand that wholeheartedly because, you know, to to be black and to have that sort of influence be unbiased if if you're going to post this kind of content like I mean even if you're going to be biased just don't instigate shit if you're going to tell something just what did some shit he shouldn't even be telling what did he mean by a little Reese being the Grim Reaper though that's the point <laughs> that he be out here like that like what it's the old whatever it's <laughs> some shit but it's just like he, he's still propagating this shit like yeah. come on my nigga you not gonna let this shit go ever like come on man I mean the nigga kinda always been a cornball though he which is which makes it all the more worse like fuck but what fucking journalist blogger nigga ain't a cornball this is true they're they're basically people, most of the time, who are infatuated with hip hop, pop culture, but went didn't to college, necessarily have the talent. Went got like a journalist degree or whatever the case may be. Not to say you all niggas that go to college with cornballs, but most of the time they ain't street niggas. So yeah, or they lack the talent where they couldn't be on the mic, right? Right, <clears throat> but their knowledge of the culture allowed them to be a voice. Right, mixed with their book smarts and how to market and do that type of shit gives them, gets them on a platform. Yeah. Or helps them create a platform for themselves. That makes sense. Is we writing this nigga off? I think that after the conversation... I, I think I think it will change. I think uh, opposed to him just thinking niggas just hate him and... Niggas is haters, like everybody likes to say, oh, I got haters. There was really a dialogue to where he could understand where niggas coming from, how he's affected some of these situations, and how he could move forward or change moving forward without being a whatever the fuck he's been being in. Like, you got... um. 21 talking and about you two niggas distracting the shit out of me yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got you got um 21 talking who about who is the master uh mediator in this bitch 
did, and and I think that he did a really good job because academics. But there's also another nigga in there talking named Measley. I don't know who that is. I think that might be Twenty One's manager, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But like, Twenty One mediated really well because you had academics taking what they were saying and bringing up personal specific incidents and i think that he helped to make it clear like no 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 right they're not attacking you personally they're just attacking how you're using your platform right. i mean people have been saying for, since the clubhouse shit has been out that 21 has been doing that type of shit like mediator mediating just putting out great viewpoints on certain shit and getting his point across very well, being very well-spoken. Well, I guess this decide we don't get from 21. Yeah. Right. Listening to his music, mm-hmm. you know, and the nigga don't do, I mean, when he does do interviews, you could kind of see that, that he's not an idiot. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that because they took the time to have a conversation that, um, and according to academics, it was a conversation that Meek would never give to him. He was saying that uh, when he, he didn't have enough respect for me to even get on the phone with me. Yeah. And it's been going on for like years already, six, seven years or whatever. So. And, you know, th- they had a conversation instead of doing a pop-up and beating a nigga up like they could have. Right. Probably a lot of times. And Meek said a bunch of times, nigga, I got your address. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I got your address. And I could have posted it, but I didn't do that. Right. Like, I wanted to I could have posted it. I could have sent it to the goons. But it's like, no, I wanted to talk right. to you. I mean, I could respect that, though. Travis, you look tired, man. Tired? Of everyone. <laughs> I mean, you just woke up. You should be tired. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't like that. <laughs> Understand. What don't you understand? I can't fucking sleep on my day off. You can sleep, but by the time you wake up, niggas have already made so many decisions about your life that you can't control, (laughs) and you don't even know what's going on. Word. Didn't that happen to you on Friday? What happened Friday? Decisions were made for you, (laughs) and then you was mad about the decisions (laughs) that was made. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what happened? I missed this. My fucking landlord is bugging the fuck out. <laughs> oh, I did, shot hear about <laughs> I did hear about that. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, bro. <laughs> nigga black, supposedly. Hmm. You keep saying he's an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nah, every time I hear this nigga say blood clot, I think he's laughing? fucking full of shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he may be um, part culturally Jamaican, but, but his family moved there from India. Exactly. Look at all the Guyanese people. Ninety, well, not ninety, but a lot of them are Indian. Mm-hmm. He says he's a maroon. I don't know what that is. Is That's that Indian? Some high class Jamaican Indian? niggas. Oh, so they trying to separate themselves from the. Uh, the regular Jamaican black niggas because they Indian. <laughs> they want to be maroons. Okay. Makes sense. Indian hierarchy. Appar- okay. Apparently it's like a Moorish. It's not Moorish. It's like in, in the way that the Moors are, you know, have exalted status. 
the Maroons in Jamaica and their descendants have the same exalted status or some shit. Never like heard of him. Me neither. He do he he does look like a GT though. Like a, a what? Like GT. Uh, Guyanese from Georgetown. Like in Guyana, there's a city, Georgetown. If I'm correct, that might be the capital. And that's what they look like. Yeah, because there's a lot of Indian. They went there years and years ago to work in the sugar farms and shit. It's like a word. Hmm. Nigga. <coughs> fucking Indian. <laughs> Indian and fucking blowing mine. <laughs> um, this landlord shit is generally trash, though. Like, I like to take up space if I'm paying you. So, I like to take up space. Suck my dick about what the fuck I'm doing in that apartment that I pay you for. That's what I mean by that. I live there and I pay for it. I don't want to coexist. <laughs> but I be coexisting here somewhat. That's your man's. Not my man's. I just tried to turn over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's going to do what's best for them. Like, regardless of how anybody else feels or any of that, everybody's going to do what they feel is the best move for them. Indeed. So, we're going to... We're going to see how this plays out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how it's going to play out. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> are bugging the fuck out. About to get checked. That's how it's going to play out. Checkmate, I hear you, you saying will. that, but like, I think that this is just the stubborn in you. It's not, though. But it is. Because you make deals for a living. <laughs> Listen. No, that's how you make your money. You make your money by making deals. Right, but. And do you compromise on those deals? Once in a while. Sometimes, yes, right? Maybe not at this new spot because y'all be doing niggas dirty at that <laughs> spot. But <laughs> but at your at your previous spot. Yeah. Y'all make compromises. Yes, but you... And y'all both leave content with the fact that y'all weren't raped. I wouldn't be content that I didn't make fucking multiple thousands on a deal. No, no, no. no. I didn't didn't say happy. (laughs) I said content with the fact that... The deal went through? Yes. (laughs) You know what I'm going to be content with? What's that? Demolishing this nigga. <laughs> the fuck? Now you want to demolish him. See, but that's nah. the stubborn shit. It's your friend, nigga. We we spoke <laughs> on the phone for like an hour and a half on Thursday. And about an hour you into the him? call. Yeah, Trav mm-hmm. and I. About an hour into the call. I'm like, so Trav, you, you took an hour to tell me that you're going to be stubborn and you're not going to compromise with anything that's been presented. He's he not starts presenting laughing. me with nothing. 
And actually, he continues to, like, this talking over the pusher shit is fucking blowing mine. The mm-hmm. what? And, like, the nigga think that push is involved in this shit. Like, and I make it clear. Listen, whatever y'all two got going on, that's y'all business. Literally, y'all business. Like, right? they because linked a business on a business interest. And now this nigga, like... And, and it hasn't even monetized itself yet. Like, there's a walkthrough that has to be done because he wants some insight about the vacant spot. And it's like, I'm going to make my way over there, but... He always finds a way to like wrap you and trap work. you. Yeah, and it's like, bro, bro, we've made it clear. <laughs> trap does bad business. <laughs> oh, now I do bad business. <laughs> Just had this conversation right before we five minutes record. before these microphones went off. <laughs> Fuck y'all, and this bad business. <laughs> shit. But I didn't do bad business with him, so. That's the thing. He's doing bad business with Listen, me. And push is going, According to you, oh. you ain't do bad business with nobody, but bad business According to me? Yeah, that's yeah. not, a, no, that's not. That's not a fact. <laughs> Why are you going to fucking sit up on this goddamn microphone <laughs> and lie like that? <laughs> fucking. Um, but, yeah, like, I didn't do nothing wrong to this nigga. This nigga's just doing what he want to do. And uh, only... Gently considering, like I understand where where both of y'all are coming from, right? Like, as someone who rents the space that they live in, and also as a real estate professional, right? I understand why both of y'all feel the way that y'all feel, but both of y'all say that y'all are business minded people. And nobody's trying to compromise with the other one. In business? Right. I done already threw out a couple of potential situations where we can do that. And it's like, oh, I'd much rather construct a story so that I don't have to compromise. Therefore, you're going to get but your what's ass. what's the compromise that you're giving, though? Because you haven't budged on your terms. At all. Thus far, I don't really have. Oh, oh, yeah. You haven't budged on your terms, which means you're not compromising either. But the nigga is saying that ain't nothing going to happen. And you're also saying, well, it's I want this. And if you don't do this, I'm not going to give you what you want. That's what you told me for an hour and a half on Thursday. (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) But, but I'm not saying that you're wrong because, like I said, I feel where you're coming from. You ain't wrong. But if but you want to get the deal done, you don't get your price and your terms. That's just not how it works, right? You sell cars for a living, right? Um, yes, but <laughs> if a customer gets their price, you get your terms, right? To some degree. And if, and if they get their terms, you get the price that you want to let it go for. To some degree, yeah. It's the same thing. Life is I'm a, a big negotiation, bro. Niggas just created a story. And because he created the story, it's like, here are the pillars. And you got to understand, they got white people behind them now. So 
it's a story whereby he's had white people behind him from the front from the jump though. Right. <laughs> but it's like is the pillars of the story. So we can wholeheartedly wrap this motherfucker up and ensure that I don't take no type of loss here. And the odds are stacked against him, but because I'm, you know, an easygoing guy for the most part, it's like, oh no, nah, yeah, you you'll get over it, like whatever. Story of your life. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Tell you niggas be heat checking, bro. <laughs> so you sitting up telling me to make a deal with a fucking uh, a flamethrower. You already let it get there from the I jump, didn't let bro. Get bro, nowhere. you you blurred the line from oh, Jump Street. God. Why? Because someone someone's not gonna come into your dealership and do you the way that you getting done right now. Why? Because it's a strictly business relationship. Once the business is conducted, sure, maybe we can kick it and chop it up, get a few drinks after work. Nope. But we're not going to blur past that. Nope. No, you can't come to my house. No. Just no. Travis loves mixing business and pleasure. (laughs) All I'm saying is. He's a habitual business and pleasure mixer. I have the utmost talking about bitches at work. If the bitch wanna be a trap queen, baby, won't you help my way? <laughs> I, I have faith that you're gonna get the deal done, bro. Oh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get it done, and I'm just hoping that my line stop ringing, cause this nigga be calling me like I owe him money or something, <laughs> right? And mind you, he don't even call me. He'll tell he'll tell all of these niggas, all of who niggas, push, everyone that's come by that he's made a fucking connection with Ralphie, all of these niggas. He'll tell them, oh, you're lucky. That's what that's that's how he that's the clothes that he uses to get their numbers. Mind you, he goes. God knows if I could ever get in touch with Trav. Um, let me get your number so I can get you directly. <laughs> because I don't pick up this phone. What are you talking about? We know. I pick you don't, it up you for don't pick it up for us either. Lying sack of shit. Yes, I do. I always call you niggas back. How many times have you called me and don't get a call back until 48 hours or something like that? 48. Nigga, 24 hours is a long time, nigga. nigga. 24, coming, coming I don't think it's from a nigga whose phone always in his hand. I don't want to hear that shit, my, my nigga. My phone is not always in my fucking hand. Bro, you be on IG, you be on Facebook. I ain't going to tell all your other business. <laughs> <laughs> but you be online, bro. You be on the line, B. Also, I have my notifications turned off. A phone call pops up in the You can't turn that one off. Or you can't turn the phone call. Mind you. I'm just asking. Niggas don't even call me. You definitely don't call me. This nigga. I'm sick of you. Bro, I'll be (laughs) calling both phones and still don't get an answer. About to call your mother. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck ever. Call your moms and Aunt Denise. (laughs) Listen. 
because I know she'll get it done. They they blowing up my phone as we speak. Mm-hmm. Aunt Denise will get it done. <laughs> she don't play play. <laughs> oh you know. God. So moving right along past traps, mysteries of fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a nice way to word that. Um. This old nigga, no. Kevin Samuels. No, it wasn't about me. What? Some nigga think I farted or something. He's sitting there going to look at you all twisted when he just, he just Oh, he's <laughs> the one. That's what, I, knew he, I, knew, I know the look, but I wasn't sure if he thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, are we the fat niggas? Everybody fart, nigga. Not like this. <laughs> I probably let like 10 to 12 off per day. <laughs> they say you have to fart like thirty times a day. Word. Twenty. 20 that means your hour. spleen not healthy, <laughs> nigga. Flex my spleen. I'll revert daily. back to the fucking two hour me trying to roll a blunt in your car. <laughs> That's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was consistently farting for at least two hours. Uh, Bro, I, that I shit was, was in my clothes. Tears, it was mad bro. cold outside. I had to throw them clothes right in the hamper <laughs> and throw myself right in the fucking shower. Bro, I was crying real life tears. I mean, I know, nigga. Growing up, nigga, we used to have fart competitions in the room bro. with the door and closed. And it wasn't just the two of us. It was like five of us in Niggas there. Niggas, his mom's dad, uncles come by, open like, that door, Ooh. and walk away. <laughs> yeah, that nigga stank. <laughs> My mom's coming and empty a can of Glade in the room. The whole can, bro. Word. Nah. But shit crazy. There's some old niggas. Uh, well, we talked about him last week. What's his name again? Kevin, Kevin Samuel? Samuels. Apparently, he's just some 50 year old safari daddy. A safari daddy? <laughs> that's what he looked like. <laughs> he's kind of funny. Uh, that's <laughs> mad funny. <laughs> Fucking. So the nigga be, you know, breaking, breaking down situations involving dating. Shit. So he talked about all right, so Tommy Loren, that bitch that normally just be pissing people to fuck off with a conservative. Yeah, I think she used to be on Fox and she's no longer on. Fox. I don't think she was ever on anything. I don't popular. think she was ever on TV. No. no. She was on TV, but just not any of the top media. She's never like a shit. news anchor or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, she, she just, just be talking. Mm-hmm. And so I guess she was in a right recently and put out a video about how she you know why she got popular she used to work for the dude who got fired from fox who started his own news show i can't remember his name got fired from fox yeah he was some extra conservative white dude Mm -hmm. but i can't remember his name she gets dragged all day through the media for her fucking stupid ass Millennial, um, weird ass viewpoints that a lot of Trump supporters happen to agree with. Um, but she was in a rut the other day and put out a video about how, you know, essentially men ha- are becoming more and more trashy, right? 
And so she was like giving people or giving men uh, a script to follow when trying to date a woman with high value, quote unquote. And one of the things that she outlined was valuing a woman of value. Right. Um, (laughs) So Kevin Samuels made the argument that Tommy Loren wants a high value man and a, a earner, a top earner and somebody that, you know, matches her level supposedly, but she's at best uh, a eight out of 10 when extremely dressed up. Yeah. He says she fluctuates <laughs> very <laughs> easily from a six to an eight, but lives closer to six. To six. All right. And, I don't really rate white women all that much unless they're just tense. <laughs> um, she about a one. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So. <laughs> he was showing you some tans. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you want a high value man, mm-hmm. but you a six, ba. You gotta relax <laughs> you a six, with that ma. bullshit. But um, what I want to talk about is how do y'all feel like when she talked about valuing a woman of value? Mm-hmm. So a woman of value by her standards is a girl that has is motivated, driven, career minded, has something going on with herself. How y'all feel about that? Do we value, I mean, us from our level, right? Do we value women? What do we value them for? Is it looks or is it is it what the fuck they're doing with themselves? Which one takes more priority? As a male who isn't looking for a provider, you wouldn't really be looking for yeah, value in that way. In that way, exactly. Like, I have my own bread. It's cool if you have yours, but right. I'm not looking for your bread. Right. Right. I'm looking for the eye candy. That's what I hear. So, I know some niggas <laughs> that <laughs> look for a bitch with some bread by default. Yeah, like don't, don't name drop. <laughs> you gotta have. <laughs> now nah, you could. Excellent. <laughs> nah, you gotta have. Uh, come on, man. You, we just talked about academics. Put the goofies on blast. <laughs> my, my line gonna be on fire <laughs> if he drops some names. How you get my number, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You gotta have some bread. You gotta have. You know the bitch gonna have kids if she's willing to give you her bread. Mm-hmm. As fucking weird as that (laughs) sounds. But, um, yeah, you got to have a situation. You got to have a place for niggas to stay. (laughs) Right? And then, whatever. But me, me personally, I've never lived in a woman's crib. Mm -hmm. Like, with her. Like, it was her crib. You never went into her situation. Right. Yeah. Like... Any situation I've ever been in, it was either to created my situation, together or, almost right, or on or the fence. We created the situation together. What you mean? 
I'm not going to tell all your business. <laughs> oh, almost? Yeah, on the fence. <laughs> that never even like crossed my fucking mind, so it never almost happened. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. The bitch he talk about just had plans. <laughs> you did too until you found out her plans were in alignment with yours. Were? Mm-hmm. Till I found out they were in alignment with mine? Yeah. Explain this. I don't want to put all your business out <laughs> nah, there. Nah, he bro. told you. Tell him. Tell it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Like, I don't, I never, I mean, late, but as I get older, I'm like, you got to have something going on. But the something going on it's doesn't necessarily, yeah. Right. It, it, it's so it's that like, she's so not, you not so entrenched in what the fuck right. you got going on, where you going, what you doing, type right. shit. Right. Because a, a bitch that's just in the crib waiting on your ass is, is going to be a major fucking bitch. headache. Right. 24 hours a day. So, it's like, oh, what you doing with yourself? You have some fucking activities going on. Right. Do you got a hobby or something? Do you like painting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do something. But it's never really been about the bread. I think that a bitch that's getting some bread is about her business and can align with my agenda a lot better. Yeah, they can understand, okay, he ain't here because he got whatever going on to yeah. close the deal, do whatever it's kind of there. Yeah. Like, outside of that, like, I never, I don't be at the... Fucking BBQs drinking. But working women don't understand entrepreneurs. Not at all. And they don't seek to. Working so, people in general. It's not just women. But we're talking about. I mean, but but yeah. like That dynamic of a relationship. It's it's different. They think it's that hard. Every, it's definitely different. Everything that you're doing is unimportant until it's generating X amount that they determine based on the lack of knowledge of the entire thing. Right. And it's like, just shut up. Don't give me a fucking headache because nobody's bothering you. But even when you're a a street entrepreneur, (laughs) I've heard plenty of females say, this nigga ain't work a day in his life. He don't know nothing about nothing. But when it's time to buy your bitch ass some fucking when he front what's he the latest the Telfar bag, <laughs> fronting the bill on everything, <laughs> right? So it's like, all right, y'all can, <laughs> y'all can go on with that shit and whatever, but it it may. All right, so Kevin Samuels makes the argument that women that go about that lingo, like oh, value, a woman of value and everything, they're doing that because they don't have the beauty as the exchange or currency in the transaction. Which most, right, which makes sense to a point. Because it's like you had to make a decision to go, all right, so I realize <laughs> that I'm not going to get what everybody, every woman wants. But he also made another point that, about and she made a point that he made a point about. I guess she was saying how she is she based on her being ambitious and being kind of cute and dressing up nice and all this shit and 
all her qualities that she gets to what she's saying like pick or be demanding yeah. or some shit like that. Right. I have these high 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 standards. Men, the standards of men. He also he was saying that like that's just a way of you being bitchy and annoying. Right. Mm-hmm. He's he like she made the in the video she was like, "Oh, I'm a direct communicator." Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's the word she used. And I could think of a couple of bitches recently that would, you know, resonate with that <laughs> sentiment of being direct communicators. <laughs> but direct communication literally means a d- constantly picking your ass apart about every being little a ball, fucking being thing. Being a ball buster. Ball busting, annoying ass bitch. <laughs> now, I'm a direct communicator most of the time. So are you a clip unless buster? I like unless I like did something sinister. So are you a clip buster? Nah, I mean I can be, I think. But I don't really have the energy or um the energy to do that shit no more. Like I, I don't if you the path to least resistance. If you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. But I'm gonna adjust accordingly. Right. Deal with the consequences. The consequences of whatever I deem right. <laughs> is a good reciprocation to this fucking shit that I asked your ass not to do a million times. Right. Or do. You know? Um, but yeah, as far as the looks thing goes, I yeah, definitely value the looks. Had to get these cheesecake cups popping. In fact, I value looks so much. Pick his nigga in the game. <laughs> that I will pass on all of that other shit aforementioned with some looks in the same way that the girls talk Tommy was talking about it. And she's saying, like, how the fuck do women do this though? Like, she's saying that it's gonna be unfulfilling to just have a pretty bitch. But she don't know <laughs> she clearly hasn't seen. But how, that, if that's what a nigga looking for? Exactly. Nigga, a pretty ass bitch, when she does stupid ass shit, it's like you're inclined to fucking be like, oh, she's bad as fuck. I guess she could do that. <laughs> like, you have fucking five or six uh, wielding self. Like, this ugly ass bitch better get the fuck up out of here with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, Afro, all right, it might be bitch nigga shit, right? right? But realistically, it's like bitch popping. Like, all right, if Saweetie was fucking picking me apart, I'd be like, all right, baby. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> you'd have to deal with that for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> Word. You gotta keep your foot on these bitches' necks. Eight, eight. <laughs> Man, Saweetie could make me turn into an eight-figure <laughs> nigga. Okay, you're gross. <laughs> but, but hold on, isn't so? On the flip side of that, right to what you just said, because obviously they're trying to paint their narrative on men and in valuing the opposite sex in the same way. Mm-hmm. Because they ain't got to be a 10, according to Tommy Lorraine, right? That bitch is whack. 
if <laughs> she thinks she's cute, right? So let's say we go with Samuel's. Oh, I'm gonna pull up a photo <laughs> of her right now. Let's say we go with his um, description of her as a six, uh, eight made up, whatever. But let's stay with a six. Everything else, she's made up here, and I still think that she's her, a solid six. And she thinks that everything else that she has going on would pull her to a ten. <laughs> she's smoking overall. Dope. Like, not in looks. Not knowing that She's everything starting. else she got going on helped her to get to the six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess she's cute, but. That is a regular degular. I mean, I didn't say she was bad. Most white bitches look like Tommy Loren. <laughs> Them bitches that was in that video talking about not washing their legs in the shower, they all look like Tommy Loren. Rosie, that cheesecake hitting. Word. I wanted to put it in perspective because I think we as men. You're heavily in the dating scene. So. (laughs) Yo, every time you say this shit. What I say? (laughs) Now I'm heavily in the dating scene. Aren't you? (laughs) I guess. You're not thotting and bopping out here? I was. Oh, you found something then? No. <laughs> Fuck so, you, me. Oh, so just you stop. I'm focusing on... You focusing on you? Focusing <laughs> on me, I guess. Nah, I guess you could say I'm having like a scorn woman. A woman scorn. <laughs> I'm just going to focus on me. Fuck so, <laughs> focus on yourself, King. <laughs> know your worth, King. <laughs> so how I'm heavily in the dating scene, and... <laughs> so what, what are you looking for? What's, you know... What are you coming Listen, across man. out there? Are you courting these women properly, or are you just am I courting them properly? Yeah. Are they are they are they are they making you court them? Is the question really? Absolutely not. <laughs> so they thought them courting right along courting with you. courting is would normally be <laughs> like wooing, <laughs> like whoop dee, <laughs> pull up, you are. All right. Got the Domino's wings with the cheesy bread <laughs> and some Magnum bearskins. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> Are you feel me? <laughs> but nah, yeah, Domino's. You couldn't even get it from the wings joint. Just Domino's wings. <laughs> Word. Nah, I'm actually a good host. Like um, Shayla said the other day, she was like, you know. She tried to violate me, actually. <laughs> she was like, you know, you like you like a tricky type of nigga. I'm like, what? She's like, no, 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 I take that back. I take that back. I mean that you like a gentleman in the sense like you'll you'll have the weed ready and the, the food and whatever if a bitch is giving you her time. She's like, most of these niggas don't even do that, like. They, they they pulling they, up to your they, shit like yo. Um, they asking you for the where the you buying weed from? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like yeah, I'm pretty hospitable. Like I'm gonna have the, the the weed and whatever the fuck you want, get right. <laughs> and I'm also not like a sexual predator of any sort. Like I let bitches throw it at me for the most part, and they do. They always do. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of. But I also in, enjoy the exchange of not just sex, but like I'm talking about like 
conversation. I enjoy Butcher's company. Some of them. A lot of them. Most of them. Most of them. Nine out of ten. (laughs) I don't know about nine out of ten. It's definitely not nine out of ten. Nine and a half? Nah, it's way (laughs) less than that. But, like, everything be cool. Um... As far as, like, looking for a girlfriend, the bitch has got to be in the upper echelon of the ratings. Of looks or? Looks. Fuck. I think all, most of my bitches are going to be in that top bracket. Like, I don't even want a casual arrangement with a fucking. A troll? Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> when you say troll, I'm envisioning Shrek. <laughs> fucking holes in the face and all of that. Like, I mean, that's that's most niggas' first baby mama. <laughs> My nigga. Big facts. <clears throat> I know you know a few. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I mean, they just got to be in the upper echelon of things. I get, I'm like almost like a girl in the sense of how like weird shit be like bothering me. They would never know it. I'm not going to nitpick them about it, but it's just like, whoa. Your fucking upper lip stink. <laughs> like, whatever it is. No, I think that's a major problem. It's a major problem? Mm-hmm. What's that? A upper lip stinker? <laughs> I mean, you might want to check that out. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just making a random example. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm like, just fucking with you, I'm talking about like, just Weirdest fucking things like mannerisms. Oh, we know. Ain't had me on fire. Like Tommy Loren said, it's just a baseline standard. You know what I'm saying? Be perfect. <laughs> and don't give me a headache until after the six months, which so, I've predetermined to be, well, uh, this, the longest segment of time. From which bitch don't give headaches. So do you? So when women are like Tommy Lorraine are saying they're ambitious and goal driven and it's like get your paper boo boo, but I don't give a fuck. Right, but is are these like a role reversal? Yeah, and I don't had enough experience with women who are career career women and ambitious and all of that. To know that they are looking to subjugate men through their the stuff that they've worked for. And I almost think that it's a natural, it's not a bad, it's not necessarily a conscious or bad thing on their part. I think it's just naturally what happens when you call yourself the fucking provider. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you got to get on my schedule. So back to earlier, the conversation where I said we know a lot of niggas that live on women. These niggas run around and swear like they got it because they're able to do these things. But nigga, you are on the bitch time. Like she's in some form or another, whether it's like you got to let her vent and you can't say shit Mm -hmm. or whether you got to be home at a certain time or whatever the fuck the case may be. Can you really get mad, nigga? she's just looking for some level of decency out of her subject. 
<laughs> therefore, I make sure not to be the subject. But I don't need subjects either. Like I could, we could coexist to some degree. You just ain't gonna be fucking drop me up the fucking wall <laughs> or nitpicking. But they're doing that anyway, huh? But they're doing that anyway. By default, driving your balls. I mean, they. That's what they do. <laughs> Mad fucking annoying. But yeah, like I said. So Weedie could drop me up the wall any day. I want my ultimate goal for this podcast is, is to, to put me in, Saweetie. put me yes, put me in a limelight to get Saweetie. And trying to get jumped by the Migos. We gonna hide out somewhere. They don't gotta know everything. <laughs> okay, because I <laughs> could I could go to a deserted island with Saweetie. And just build a tent and be the happiest nigga on earth. We just gotta have a lifetime supply of ratchet eyelashes. And you say that now. <laughs> this bitch is fucking <laughs> Why, making me drown myself the in the in the ocean. You think she trash without the makeup? Without the eyelashes? No, that's just what she liked to wear. Uh-huh. I think she's gorgeous no matter how she is. <laughs> okay, Travis. I would drink her bath water. Okay, you're oh. a gross ninety year old now. <laughs> One of them niggas, I'll drink your bath you water. You taken it too far. <laughs> You've gone too far, Star. But, yeah. So hopefully we reach. There's another point I want to make, or a point I want to ask about. Um, I don't remember. So Tommy also talked about how niggas are men. The problem I have with that video is her uh, saying Tatiana's. Tatiana's? In 2020. She's from Cali. Oh, no. She's not from Cali. I don't know where she's from. But she's... Who is she talking to? I don't know. What? Maybe she dates. What? Maybe she did the group what? chat that we about to discuss after. <laughs> what person... Tommy Loren would be a prime candidate to be in the public eye like that and date fucking black niggas all the time, actually. Is that what you think she's doing on the side? She might be. Who the fuck taught her Tatiana? I, I don't... Because she don't listen to rap. Right. According to her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, But even if you don't listen <laughs> to it, who are you trying to talk to by saying that? I honestly just think that you are going too far into this. I honestly just think she was trying to be cloudy. No, nigga, she's a speaker. She understands speaking to a demographic. She's trying to speak to Oh, so you specific. feel like she was trying to pour feminism and attract black women to the conversation like white bitches always do? Yes. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Right, because she is in that journalist kind of space where she speaks and knows how to get to her demographic and choice words to use and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think she's doing that shit on purpose. Um, yeah, I could definitely see what you're saying. Because what other reason? We don't seen plenty of videos with her. Never used that terminology before. Exactly. But whenever it's about men, gotta include the black woman because black women are leading the fucking... Or is this just her hate for Cardi B? Was she trying to call Cardi B a Tatiana or something? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I feel you, though. But um, she had also said something about, like, guys being 
not being consistent. And I kind of resonated with that to some degree. Like, she's like, don't be great. And then, like, five, six days later, you're, like, fading out and then expect to fade back in when you get ready. And this, this, and that. Don't nobody want to talk to me, bitches, every day? Right. (laughs) 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 I mean, I've dealt with situations, hell, a recent one where, like, bitch feel like niggas is obligated to not speak just once a day. But all throughout the day. And I don't know if I want to do that. If you did, you have a girlfriend. I guess. Sometimes there's nothing to talk about. My nigga, especially if you're not a exciting type of person. <laughs> so. So wait, we're, we have to create new. Exp- we have to create new. What? <laughs> This nigga spit. <laughs> nigga, we have to create new experiences in order to right. speak about things, exactly. right? Exactly. If not, it's just, okay. Right. I haven't even got to get home, think about my thoughts, and then be able to, like, you just want to dig, 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 dig. But, but even deeper than that, right? <clears throat> it just be on the phone like, so do you have anything else to say to me? But it's like, What? <laughs> We woke up. We woke up together. Right? Oh, living together. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different. Thing. Well, not even not even living. Like even if you spent the night. Okay. What is there for me to talk to you about for the rest of the whole day? <laughs> right. If I ain't even did none of this. I was here. Yeah. I was here all weekend. Right. We woke up. We chatted over breakfast. <laughs> I stayed here till lunch. We chatted over lunch. And now I went back to my space in my house <laughs> at just 4 unwind. o'clock. Why at 10 o'clock I'm going to have a whole nother fucking two-hour conversation <laughs> ready for your ass? Like, what'd you what? do today? I had breakfast and lunch with you. <laughs> what you did after I, you left? I drove home, and, home. I came home and got the sleep I actually didn't get last night because your ass. Where? Like, like I, I, I get why. Nah, I don't get it. I get why they want to have conversations, right? I'm not saying conversations, but at the frequency. Yes. Like, I spoke to you this morning. If you call me at work and I spoke to you at work, you know what happened from when I left you this morning up until now. I mean, what did they even talk about for the rest of the week until the next weekend if we link up? Like, you know what I mean? Like. What are you talking about? Work shit. Exactly. Right. Like, you're going to talk about who's pissing you off at work, right. who got you fucked up, <laughs> blah, 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 right? But other than that, it's just the routine of everything. Now, in the beginning, you you have a lot to talk about. To you don't know, know mother motherfucker. So, but you like... I don't like talking about work that often. I don't necessarily neither, but if you hot about work, you, that's a topic, and bitches will love to hear it. Like, oh... Whatever. Got to this couple, that scuffle. So so what do you talk about? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, y'all I, just don't talk? Like I just listen. Like I'm y'all saying. be having silent car rides Damn, home and that's shit. Crazy. You see what I'm saying? But there goes <laughs> compatibility, right? So if I get a if I fuck with a girl that I could just listen and just, you know, chime in here and there. It's a perfect situation for me. Like, all right. But I think that's the case most of the time. Because my girl is like that. 
Like, I don't talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes we have conversations, like, where I'll start it and have something to say and talk about or want to talk about. But most of the time, you just, she's, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like, damn. <laughs> you let them do that? Yeah, like. So what you going to do so now? But like then, this? yo, literally, like since we started this podcast, I've had more, I've had a couple of conversations around how the fuck you talk for two hours straight <laughs> every fucking week with these niggas, your niggas, as you say. <laughs> but we also don't speak all week. Right. right. Until today. So, yeah, like, I mean, niggas that have short shits in the chat, but it's not it's not a conversation. Right. It's never, you was just shooting like, them off. Bloom, bloom. Yeah. Topic, topic, topic. I'm like, it's editing, baby. That's the it's, it's editing. Listen, listen. Magic listen. of editing. Travis <laughs> bitches. Listen, let me tell you something. It's editing. This is produced, okay? <laughs> this is this. We didn't just show up and start talking, okay? Word. Facts. They don't see the magic behind the scenes. Right. The frustrations that, <laughs> that happen to make the magic at the end. Indeed. Yeah, dealing with two light-skinned niggas. The nerve of this You nigga. mean one light-skinned nigga. <laughs> I'm dark-skinned. No the fuck you not. You dark-souled You dark sold it. I'm the darkest nigga <laughs> at this table. You ain't dark-skinned, you dark-souled it. But worse, son. So, yeah, I man. can... I can <laughs> I can hear the voice and see the mannerisms that Travis <laughs> talking about. <laughs> because Yo. she can be very animated. But unanimated at the same time. Just like blank face. Like but like vaudeville character. Oh my <laughs> nigga. She is mad fucking annoying. Yo. Like, I get it. I hear you. I don't know. But what happens is, why I say speak about compatibility is <laughs> because if... Like in a dynamic where you can listen and just chime in. You ain't speaking if you a boring ass nigga, you obviously can't be with a boring ass nigga because you ain't speaking these bitches love language. What you saying? Lord, why would I speak love languages t- as a rule? <laughs> what I do you mean love as language. a rule? I thought love language would be fucking reserved for a bitch that I'm sure that I want to keep. It's part of the game. How do you know you want to keep them from the jump? Because exactly, that's why I'm not trying to speak their love language right no, now. No, well, I'm saying that to rebut what you said, though. Like that's reserved for someone you want to keep. But it, I'm gonna learn their shit and dabble in it to keep them somewhat fulfilled. But I'm not gonna fucking pull out the roll out the red carpet and start. Wildin', because we all know where that road leads to. <laughs> I told you niggas. Niggas know I'm a romantic type of nigga. I could do all of that shit all fucking day and enjoy it. But I'm not. Because <laughs> wisdom. Trav, you, ever, you ever slip over a chick house? <laughs> and she get up to leave for work <laughs> and then wake you up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you move in? No, it was just like just be there. I probably had a I probably had a card key to hand back to the door. You feel me? Um, <laughs> just because don't wake like, me up. What you know? Oh yeah, do a couple of dishes. 
<laughs> Wake up to text message like, just sit your ass right down there. I'll be there about 4, 4, 4, Oh, man. That, that shit had me dying. I think the value is relative for what you're looking for. Like, like we all just established, no, it's cool that you got, like, your own independence, your own bread. Because I got my situation with my money, my bread. I don't need, I'm not here looking for your bread. I'm here looking for the eye candy. So, I'm like, you got to look a certain way. Like, there was a dude who made a post. He was saying how he's a budget guy. He puts himself into a budget for the month, and he doesn't break that budget. He was talking to a girl. Took her out on a date. She was like, you know, first date was good. Enjoyed it. But next time, can we go to X place? The girl said that? Mm-hmm. So Are you said, paying? He says, look, I'm going to run through my shit. I'll let you know. Goes, run through his budget. He said, look, this month, I don't got a budget for that, but I would take you to next month. Whatever. And she broke it off with him. Oh, yeah, we could get into that type of fucking shit. <laughs> Damn. I hit a nerve, my nigga? Nah, it was just, <laughs> yo. I've learned that females will sabotage something, and they limit their dating experiences this way. It will sabotage something that could have otherwise. How the fuck you going to tell, how the fuck he going to tell a bitch he going to take her? But the time constraint wasn't good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they do this shit all the time. <laughs> Bugging the fuck out. Um, but. And also part of that, he said that he was single, obviously, dating to marry. So that's why he has a specific budget for dating so that he can achieve that goal of marriage. Hmm. But I don't think that's bad at all. It's not. But most of us don't, don't budget and live <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. Right. So. He's already checking a box off that most of us try and put in place once once the debt is starting <laughs> to get away from us. Right. Like, all right, I'm going to follow and, this and, and the rule is 72. But now, right. he got that in advance, prerequisite. Right. And should women be looking for responsible niggas? Like well, that shows that he has some kind but of But they don't want that. They don't, they don't <laughs> care about how responsible you are with the money. As long as you have a lot of it, no, so that they could—that's obvious. But I'm saying, should they be like being realistic? Not like—I mean, of course they should. I mean, there's a lot of shit that <laughs> we should be doing, right? But like, if like like we're looking for we're looking for value in looks, they're looking for value in money. What you can offer. Right? Mm-hmm. Resources. Experience. So, so, yes, I probably should look for someone who's responsible. But that might require me to be working and having my own shit. And I don't necessarily want that. I want your shit. But that's right? what I'm... Because that's, that's, that's essentially what she's saying. I don't heard more right. than enough females... I've dealt with that I'm friends with say I need a trick nigga. That's all they care about. 
Yes. Like they don't you, care you what you look like. To some degree, you know, they got some standard around that. Like, don't be fucking Craig Mack. Mm-hmm. But they need a dead. trick nigga. They'll say it just like that. Like, I need for to be able to go, okay, I need this. And if it's more than a couple hundred dollars, I don't want to hear you talk about I ain't got it. Like, nobody's trying Let to see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me see. Like, um, so that's their only standard. So why is it that we can't just go, okay, I think that I deserve whatever the fuck I deserve. And that's what I want. I mean, but both of those things work both ways, right? Because They're both she can currency. she can want a trick nigga. But Does she qualify for it. Yes. If if he doesn't feel that she bring the value that he's looking for, why would he trick? On the other side of that coin, like he I might think a driven nigga is not doing that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like you said earlier, if it ain't tricking, if you got it right, but a nigga who's trying to get it is not doing that. If he's smart, at the same time, so you at that point, do you pass up a potentially high value man in the name of the but B word? Just in potential. Just are are women being unrealistic in what they're looking for? Oh, absolutely. Like, how, but how bad is it though, nigga? Like, when you got Saweetie on TV telling niggas to get an eight figure nigga, and these, but Saweetie is Saweetie. But that's what I'm saying. But the yo, when I tell you, there is, I'm a 300 pound plus, motherfucker. There are women my size, <laughs> on internet. Talking about what niggas got to do and what niggas can't do and this, this, and that. The culture permeates. You know what I'm saying? And so then, unfortunately, but with the way society men are set up, you have niggas that are actually willing to do these things from right. their fucking puny. But, right. So is it safe to assume that? the bitches that we consider undesirable are getting these things. They may, they, they might, they, they have people around that can get it, can, that can do that for them. But for how long and how consistent are you going to get niggas? That's going to do these things for you. So the effect that you may potentially like Kevin Samuels talks about limit your life Never really be fulfilled because you're chasing something that you just don't fucking qualify for. I think that's what it boils down to, though. Okay. Like, but I'm, you don't I'm saying, like, if, if that's her standard or her baseline and she never wavers from it. Would, She's going to waver it, on it when she hits a certain age. But at the time, is it safe to assume that? someone's giving her that or offering that with the way society is set up not that someone's necessarily offering her that but there's someone out there so you way. think that that's a facade and she fucking some broke nigga on the side oh they always fucking a broke nigga on the side <laughs> okay <laughs> that's default Ooh. I know all the broke niggas they fucking or <laughs> up <laughs> so where do, so is that like a is it like a uh, advertisement kind of thing they're using it for? 
Like, it's cold. Like it's on the internet. Like, all right, is it cold for prostitution? Like, no, what, it's like being cold? on code. Okay. Like, you just like, oh nah, you need to have this, you need to have that, and then when you hit the DMs, it's a different conversation. Like, oh yeah, pull up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they're at anybody. The irony is anybody that does seem. Like they're high value, they play a totally different game with. I ain't going front. The bum nigga shit is lit in certain parts of the world. <laughs> the U.S. Like, they re respecting that. I honestly so believe. Are you playing bum nigga in the DMs? And no. <laughs> <laughs> but I just see bum niggas thriving. No, that's here. a fact. But are you playing like one of them niggas nah, in the DMs? Um, so the thing is, like, Women, their whole game is manipulation to some degree, right? They have to manipulate this world because they don't dominate Bum it. niggas, too. Bum niggas, indeed. <laughs> they follow the women that they leech off of. Um, so being manipulative, you know the value based on your value scale of a nigga as soon as you meet him, for the most part. The bum niggas, they know they're not looking per se to do anything with them other than whatever so what happens is the high value men then get a different game like women don't know how to really deal with them but they think that the best way to deal with them is to stretch everything out slowly 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 this way they think they're reeling them in for something long term it don't fucking work but the bum niggas get the pussy right away because that's all they intend to do with them you know what i'm saying it's the second you look like you got potential for more they're at the very least telling themselves that they're gonna make you wait so are these like obvious bum niggas are these like the bum niggas that like a covert nigga bum niggas been covert since the beginning of time (laughs) no no i'm just i'm just asking i'm trying to check the temperature dress mad nice (laughs) you know what i'm saying one bottle Buy a bitch the ten dollar row set from Poppy in the club. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, it's real. And that was all their money for the week. Maybe two. Nigga, it's it's an investment towards their future. Because <laughs> that four hundred dollars that they spent that night is gonna turn to forty dollars the second time they see the person, and it's gonna turn to zero after that from here on in. <laughs> like it's like, oh nah, I ain't got it. Fuck you mean. I got the gaming chair and the PlayStation in your living room. <laughs> but I ain't got it. <laughs> and then at that point, the girls take a... They, they're like, all right, well, at least I could control this nigga. So that's the trade-off, too. A bum nigga can be subjugated in a bum situation with a with a girl who don't have much. She's in control, so she's fulfilled in that regard because... Society teaches her to be egotistical right now. So, it's like, that's a good situation for some. I guess. She got the crib. <clears throat> the nigga know better than to pop up past sunrise. <laughs> like, that is crazy. Listen. Just the name of the game these days, boy. <clears throat> but I ain't been on curfew since third grade. I, <laughs> damn. 
<laughs> Listen, in some regard, your ass go home at a reasonable hour. Not spending the night out. No way. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I gotta live in. Exactly. I gotta live in too. That's what the bum nigga says. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not really worried about the bitch. I'm worried about more like the, the shelter. The shelter. I gotta get shelter. I don't want to go to the actual. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. Nigga still Jordan's in the shelter. Dior, <laughs> Dior. <laughs> but word, son. Let me jump out of this toxic bag. My final thoughts for today is uh, this podcast is no, going to lead me directly the, to Saweetie. Uh, nigga, let's get to shut the fuck up. <laughs> let's get to the, uh, the the Snapchat group chat. Oh, so this John. This beautiful black queen. What? Was was commenting on a group chat. No, no. There's another one of just a group chat. But she was talking about it. I think she knew them too. Where? Apparently there's a bunch of white girls in a chat talking about how they would deal with black men. Just Date them. It. Just read it. All right, so one girl read says, Daniela says, I'll fuck with a black guy, even date for a bit, but never marry. Courtney says, oh, my God, same. I don't see the appeal. Zara says, black guys would do anything to be with a white girl. It's kind of pathetic. Daniela says, you don't understand. Oh, my God. Kara then says, then explain. They don't have any appeal. In fact, their latest... Their latest good looking. I don't know what the fuck that means. Abigail. <laughs> the, these at, names she probably are was trying to write at least. At least in fact, they're at least good looking. Okay, that makes sense. Abigail says, laughing my ass off, ask a white guy to come over at three AM and he'll say no. Now ask a black guy to come over and he'll be there in a heartbeat. Dina says, black men would go above and beyond to please you because being with a white woman to them is a dream come true. <laughs> Kara says, so basically they are easy. Daniela says, if I tell a black boy I want to pee in his mouth, he will let me. No way with a white guy. Whoa. That's a lie. Black <laughs> guys have low self-esteem and love us. Courtney puts the skull and bones for dead. Isn't that using them? Zara says, sounds like they're like puppets. Okay. A couple apologies. <clears throat> I think the, the apology was from the Daniela girl. First of all, I'm not sure where these hoes is. <laughs> but. Some small once town again, somewhere probably. These black women, these black guys that they're speaking about, for the most part, are the bum niggas that we were just talking about five minutes ago. That's I mean, my they, first. They sound like they're like college kids, though. I don't think those are like adults. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Well, in the adult segment, 
Niggas are fat. The only niggas drooling over these fat, nasty white girls <laughs> are bum ass niggas, bro. I asked one of my homeboys that exclusively dates white women. He Does says, he only exclusively, or he just been with the same white bitch since? Mm, it's pretty exclusive. <laughs> exclusively white women. He says, uh, "I mean, whatever." I'm not. Even Do they have to have that. a black spade tatted on? Them? Shout yeah. out to you. He, no, he doesn't even. I, we talk, I talked to him about this. <laughs> he doesn't even know what the black spade meant. Whatever. Fucking so man. anyway, um, he said that's just locker room talk. Is that why his name is H one? I don't know, nigga. Because <laughs> he likes white women? <laughs> no, nigga, H1N1 is the fucking swine flu. Duh. Porky. Okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> the other other white meat, nigga. <laughs> First of uh, all. But he said that's locker room talk, and I guess he kind of chalks it up as the, like, Donald Trump saying grab it by the pussy kind of shit. Is it? And that's what he's saying. It's not true, but oh, like like white bitches just like sitting around gassing themselves up like that, <laughs> right? I guess it's just first like of all they're fucking lying. Second of all, don't get me wrong, black niggas in college do kind of one of my one of my other homeboys was like, well, I don't know what they're talking about because it was actually the the opposite because I was dogging these white bitches in college, right. And they will let you dog the fuck out of them. Like, they're capping, as per <laughs> my fucking experience in Stony Brook. And I think that's the right around the age they are, if I'm asleep. You could just straight up walk into bitches' rooms and lay down on the bed. <laughs> I mean, not in, like, a sexual manner, but you don't even know them. I'm talking about, like, from strangers. Like, me and Alvin was running through uh, whatever quad I was in in Stony Brook, our building. And like walking in and laying down on bitches' beds, like yo, what up? I'm trash. I mean, there ain't no couches in there. So. <coughs> Still, that would be the only place to sit. Like, nah, is a chair in the room? Yeah, and nigga, we had suites, chair. nigga. We could have brought them bed. out into the living room. Hmm. Yeah, little couches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but white bitches in college get dogged <laughs> the fuck out. They matter of fact, the fraternities. I was a part of that life somewhat. The fraternities have whole groupy clans that just pull up. Like, you know, I, if she in this sorority or she's in that quad or whatever, you say you're Alpha Phi Alpha, you getting your dick sucked today. Like, they fucking. So, yeah, locker room talk does make sense to some degree. But in the adult segment where we are, only them bum ass niggas. They they don't care what race you are, <laughs> because they do the same things regardless. <laughs> Guess we can wrap this shit up. The fuck <laughs> out of here. Word. Um. See you next week on SP Four TM. You letting white bitch piss in your mouth? Not a fact. Piss okay. Just making sure the golden shower shit is always a white bitch that wants you to do that shit to her. It's the only time I ever heard of that. He didn't really say much. I just wanted to, you know. Nah, I, I, if he was hiding <laughs> something over there. I've never. <laughs> <If> he, <laughs> uh, I mean, I stopped fucking with him. I've, long time ago. I've, I've no, you didn't. It wasn't that long ago. That's it. When the last one I fucked with? 
19 years old at the Royal Regency? That's what you're trying to talk about? <laughs> you wasn't 19, nigga. That's the fuck I was. No, you was not. Maybe 20. Older. Never. Older. <laughs> Never. I couldn't even legally drink. Oh, shit. You might be right. No. Yeah, yeah. You might be right. Okay. Okay. That's legit. All right. My bad. Because we worked together after that, right? Yeah. Not before. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around in my head. Okay. That makes sense. Fact, though. Listen, but I'm not with none of that shit that these fucking bitches talk about when they speak crap. <laughs> like, nigga, who's running anywhere for anything? Are you, are you DTF? I'm, I'm not going to ask that question. Forget it. For no white nothing. You don't like swine on seats? I don't like swine on seats. Don't get me wrong. If I'm being 100% honest and call me <coughs> academics for the day because of this. Yeah, you like the pink toes. Nah, nah, you wildin'. Hood niggas, a lot of hood niggas that I know. Yes, it's a fact. I know what you're gonna say. Subconsciously idolize white women. Like they put them in a different bracket. It's a fact. You know, I just see it. I'm just. It's a fact. That is a whole entire fact. (laughs) Like they get with a white bitch and they like, all right, nah, she's lit. Like it's it's extra to them. Mm -hmm. They don't say it because we're still in. No, they be saying that shit. They be saying. (laughs) They be saying that shit. I know a nigga right now who went and had a baby with the girl simply because she white. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like. Nah, bro. (laughs) You not winning. (laughs) That's not it. Um. Yeah, like you, they, I don't, they typically don't like to speak it out loud per se, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. It's never been a thing. I, no, no. Yeah, I don't like stop fucking lying. Um, if I were to fuck with a white girl, I don't think. Like would just be a be long for the term thing. Yeah. yeah and you said she would have to be like smashings. She would have to be like bad, like super be for bad. The bread, bro. <laughs> huh? <laughs> for me, it'd be for the bread. It'd be for money. It'd be for the bread. It'd be for money. So in that case, you turn, you need a trick. <laughs> like, That's the only way. Like homegirls at. Bro, me and my girl, we watching movies. She'd be like, oh, she's really pretty. I'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah, like, like no, you just don't like any white women. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> there are. I like certain white women. Yeah, there's that some white attractive. women that's like, okay, I see you. But Who's like, that pasty joint? That's like, fire. The pasty? movie chick. With the lips? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Johansson? Scarlet. Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. She's fire. Yeah, Jessica right? Biel has always been a favorite of mine for some reason. I don't think she's white, though. Jessica Biel? She might be like kind of tan. <laughs> she might be like part Mexican. Portuguese. Yeah, something. If like they're from Portugal, nigga, that's white. That is white. You're right. <laughs> but I don't know. It's European. But um it'd but be yeah. for the bread, bro. Negro peans would beg to differ. Hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> word. <clears throat> um next time on SP4TM podcast, we're gonna talk about how you bitches could get right. 
gonna fix your life. <laughs> you feel me? But yeah. We out. Peace.